Welcome to the Team Vortex Podcast, recorded September 15, 2020, episode 13, the second generation of home consoles. The next time we put the Velcro, it may not be as satisfying. Ah, no. Ah, stop! <laughs> um, I had a story that I was going to say, but I've completely spaced and forgot it. <laughs> well, I guess we get no pregame show. <laughs> I guess just go right into it. Nope. I'm Eric Equalizer13 on Twitch. <laughs> That's, that was good. I'm and Andrew. with me, I have... I'm Hello. interrupting you. <laughs> Again. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> just dump water on my face. Hello? <laughs> you know exactly what I'm referencing to. Do I? The vine. The vine? The you remember that with the chick who's like super drunk and the other the other one pours water on her face and she wakes up Hello? <laughs> I'll have like to show her. you that. Yeah. Anyway, I'm Andrew on twitch.tv slash the scuba pup. And I'm Cappy on twitch.tv slash concat twenty twenty. Yeah. And I'll save time just by saying Daniel Solis DK on Twitch because my name's Here Daniel Solis. <laughs> yeah. Oh, water. Hello. <laughs> answer, answer the phone. It's a water uh, phone. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Is it? That's what I was like. I I thought uh, what you're referencing. No. Okay. So we just got done. If you're listening to this in chronological order. Hopefully, we just got done talking about the first big era of gaming. That was the Atari Twenty Six Hundred, the NES, the Super NES, the Sega Genesis, with a couple other tangents going off to like Game Exchange and all this other stuff. This one, we were talking about kind of the second second major age iteration, the second major age iteration. Yeah, so I'll the, go with age. Age sounds better. The N sixty four, the PS one, and the Dreamcast. Woo! Oh, we're getting into some disc based stuff. Wow! Um, wow! I was gonna say that. <laughs> The Dreamcast was like kind of the the end of the thing, so it was by far better. It just it just came out a little too late. Yeah, yeah. But the grit, the beautiful thing about the Dreamcast, it was arcade perfect. Yeah, it was all. It, the, my only issue with it, uh, Jesus, I just had a bad you moment. Had, of, you have a stroke? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, um, it was finicky. After you've owned it for a while, it got a little weird. How so? Like, I had one that would not play certain games right off the bat. You had to play a, like, a boot-up game that you had to get it warmed up. What? I'm serious. It was Dan, weird. was that a thing you experienced? What game is this you're talking about? <sighs> like, some, some games, that they wouldn't boot up instantly. You had to throw in, like, a launch title for the Dreamcast to recognize, and it goes, oh, hey, I'm warmed up now. Like, it's that. It's coffee. Yeah. I have heard of that happening, people putting one game in, and then playing they tried to play bit. the game, and it wouldn't work. Yeah, and then they put another game in. It worked fine, and then oh, now my eye, uh, I'm reading it. Hey, I can see it. Yeah. What? Yeah, it's weird. That is the most awkward. I've never heard of that. I can't explain it either. To this day, <laughs> I was like, for some reason, I couldn't play uh, Die Hard. No, with that, it wouldn't Die Hard Arcade. It was the 
because they had a sequel to that that wasn't Die Hard Arcade, but it was something else. Right. That well, was, you could play that one unless you put another title. Yeah, unless you played another game first. Weird. It's like you have to play it for at least like 10, 20 minutes before you can play this other one. So it's like, uh, okay, I'll play Dead or Alive 2 until it gets warmed up, and then I'll play. That's super awkward. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The one the one that I, I very fondly remember on the Dreamcast, it was actually when somebody brought it up here. It was Marvel 2. And it played. I owned it. I mean, within 95% variance of the of yeah. the arcade port. Yeah. It was maybe like a nudge slower, and there were some, some other weird little nuances with it, but it was darn near perfect. That one was was really good. What was the other one? It was uh, uh, was it Rival Schools? Rival Schools Two. Yeah, uh, Rival Schools Project Justice. Yeah. Project Justice. Justice was. Can you tell on. I've played it? <laughs> <laughs> it was a it was a it was a one v one, but you had two other teammates with you. Yeah. That was super, and you could switch back and forth between the between the three, and they each had like different team up attacks, and oh, it was just awesome. Yep. I love the Dreamcast, but it seemed to be kind of a black sheep. Like, it almost came out, like you said, a little too late. It did. It really did. It came out a lot later, and uh, once once N64 and PlayStation had already kind of died off, it was still like, no, I'm still hanging on. And it's like, I remember getting mine for dirt cheap. And the but precursor was the Sega Saturn. Wasn't this one supposed to be called Neptune? Uh, I don't know. I remember I too much about the reading something about that. What was the what was the uh, there was something I, I read about this and I cannot remember. Oh yeah, and Monster Hunter came out on the PS one too, the first mm-hmm. Monster Hunter. Oh okay, that precursor is to not, the no, Sorry, I'm I'm looking at something entirely different. Should way. I pause it while everybody's on their phone? No, I'm looking. Checking I'm dates looking and games. Something. I remember 3DO having Space Hulk. Yeah, I guess I can edit it out. Of the Blood Angels. Maybe that was out on the PlayStation. No, oh, okay. Still looking for that one. I'll Wait, what's it. the... What was that one? That's a, that Space Griffin. I think it... I don't know. Okay. This is it's the Sega so Neptune. so long ago, I can't remember. It was, The Sega Neptune was a 2-in-1 Sega Mega Drive and Sega 32X console announced by Sega but never released to the public. Ah. The, the Neptune? Yeah, the Neptune. Yeah, it never happened. Just uh, like the Dolphin was going to be... Well, the Dolphin... Yeah, the Dolphin became the uh, GameCube. Was Some yeah. sources claim that the intended name for the North for the console of North America is the Genesis 32X system, but it was called Project Neptune. Had it released, it would have been available in late 1995 for 149, and by that time, the 64 and the PlayStation were out. Correct me if I'm wrong, but in late 95, yeah, yeah, because I remember getting mine uh, for Christmas in 95. PS1 released yeah, no 6 October for me. December 3rd 94 was when was the PlayStation the first oh, one. Oh, no, I was talking about the 64. Sorry. Oh, okay, you were talking 64. Sorry, <laughs> I no, like, no, I take that back. No, I I stand corrected. Warhawk. Again. I think so. That's Again, I stand corrected because that was in Japan. Uh 9 September 95 was the PlayStation. So you were correct. You got it Christmas in 95. Uh-huh. So for them to say, oh, well, we have a disk-based system, and you're going to try to throw out a 32X system in the second, the second Neptune, like, no way. You're not, you're not getting away with that one. That's just not happening. Yeah, because I, I thought the, the Dreamcast was called the Neptune. I was like, I'm, I'm having some weird weird crossover yeah. stuff. Actually, when, when did that console drop? When did Dreamcast... Re- oh, wow. I'm going to pause real quick. So the Dreamcast actually dropped November 27th, 98. So three years after the PlayStation One had already 
basically dominated the market. Yeah. That's just so weird that PlayStation Sega, beat out N64? I would argue. Yeah. Once you started going to disc based. But they had so many good games. They had some bad games too. <laughs> Let's so be honest. saying that the 64 beat the Dreamcast? Uh, no, I, not the Dreamcast. No, no. The, okay, so the Dreamcast one. came out November 27th, 98. The PlayStation had already come out three years prior. Yeah, they were already mm-hmm. too deeply established and they had a, too big a following. Remember, you had a lot of crappy games. Yeah. You know, that were worth a buck. But there were options. There were a lot of good games. Yeah, there was a lot of good games that were ten and fifteen dollars that you could pick up. Uh, And weird ones, you belt logger nine and stuff like that. You could get for twenty dollars. Yeah, during their heyday, PlayStation started the started the greatest hits. Mm -hmm. Yes. Hey, twenty bucks. You want it? Here you go. Symphony of the Night. Twenty bucks. Why pay fifty when you can get it brand new for twenty? Has the greatest hits. Yep. The the N sixty four was a very interesting. Uh, console because that was really the one where they started to kind of push what was possible and then <laughs> and eventually get, and like, then you get games like Super Smash Brothers. Mm-hmm. I'm talking I'm talking push what's possible in terms of like marketing as well. Oh okay. Not not just in, in processing, although some games were eh. <laughs> some Superman. Eh. Well some uh, of them they got to the point where they were like, uh the hardware the hardware that's built in isn't working. What do we do? Quest sixty four, uh, a good example. How many memory cards would it take to do any kind of adventure you made yourself? Oh, I remember 20, Tree was cards. telling me about yeah. that. Yeah, bad. Where PlayStation one, two, and three had RBG Maker. They all said Fighter Maker for Yes. One, two, yeah. And, and there was so one memory easier. card. One card. Everything would load. Eight megabytes was all you needed. Maybe yeah. a second one. Now we're talking about like terabytes know, and stuff. Like mm-hmm. we all had our own, but always like playing on my brother's card because he always went further than me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, I get to experience just, the game just, a little that bit. That was another cool thing about PlayStation. Here's a memory card, and I put the other memory card in. I just copy the entire thing. Yes. And I was uh, however far anybody else was. And you couldn't do it on N64. If you had your memory card, well, sorry, that's your progress. Yeah. And you didn't even come with a memory. Maybe it did come with a memory card. Did it? No. Did N64 did not launch the memory card? You bought. You had to buy it. The neat thing is it went in. One card went in to boost the the system's memory, and then you had one for saving that went into That's the expansion pack. Yeah. And then you had... The vibration, the rumble pack. pack. So you had all these things sticking out. This controller's getting heavier. It's getting heavier. Yeah, the N64 was was really good. And again, we could talk about Smash Brothers, where Nintendo had had just said, "Look, we just want to bring all our all our our flagship characters into one fighting game. It's never been done before." Yeah. They said, "Well, why is Pikachu fighting Mario, and why is Donkey Kong fighting Samus? These are all our characters." Mm Yeah. Put them in a fighter. Mm-hmm. To put them in a universe it, that's their own. That has nothing to do with their story arcs. Yep. They're, and they were all, if you if you look at the intro video, they're all little toys. Mm-hmm. That are they're just being thrown the onto a battlefield. Kids imagination being played yes. on a desk in his bed. Yeah. And that's why the master hand is, mm-hmm. is just a hand. It's, it's a kid's hand right there. He's the boss. Yeah. Exactly. And it's interesting because uh, Kirby had, or actually Jigglypuff was just a reskin yeah. of Kirby. Jigglypuff was supposed to be in the original game. He was the, the character model, and they went with Kirby. Mm-hmm. So that's why Jigglypuff made it into Melee. Even though technically Kirby is a Hudson game, not a Nintendo game. Yeah. Or not. But but he was on a Nintendo platform. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's it's not Nintendo's like character, but it was on their platform. But also, the, the guy that made Kirby made, made the game. What do you mean? John Kirby? 
John Kirby? No, John Kirby was the No, he was lawyer. the lawyer. The, no. They named, they named Kirby <laughs> Jesus. After. No, the guy who made the Kirby gay, or the, who originally made Kirby the made, Hudson. yeah, that worked for Hudson that made uh, Smash Brothers. Oh, you, okay. Because you, you said Kirby twice. I'm like, wait, what? Kirby, <laughs> Kirby, 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 yeah. Kirby, Kirby, the, Kirby, Kirby. What was the sub, the sub company called? Lab? Uh, uh, how, uh, how, how laboratories, how laboratories. Yes. Yeah, those were the Hudson. They, they made how, how, Hudson, um, Hudson, where'd Hudson the adventures of Lolo. Cause I think it was how, 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 yeah. How, how, how stroke. <laughs> huh. so, so, who's making toast? You didn't know that that's a sign of your having a stroke is if no. you smell burning toast or burning popcorn. You know? Oh. Okay, HAL Laboratory, is short, uh, formerly shortened as Halkin, derived from its native name. Japanese video game developer founded in February 21st, 1980. While independent, it has been closely clot- tied with Nintendo throughout its history. Yeah. The company. The- oh, go ahead. Adventures of Lolo 1, 2, and 3. That's a HAL Laboratories game. I will give you that information here in just a minute. Okay. The company got its name because. Each letter put them one step ahead of IBM, which also happened to be HAL 9000 from 2001 A Space Odyssey. Uh, <laughs> I, H, you know, yeah. Pretty, uh, ABC. The company is most famous for their work on Kirby and Mother series, as well as the first two Smash Brothers games. Oh, good thing it was quiet for a second. Yeah, we're, Eric's going to go close the door. Let me go ahead and get a, a list of games. Oh, okay, that's the fridge. I was like, yeah. what's that sound? Because I hear, no, I hear, I was like, it was the Adventures of Lolo one, two, and three. Yeah, they did those. Uh, Air Fortress, Vegas Dream. They have a yep. lot of weird ones. Air Kirby's Fortress. Kirby's Adventure. Kirby Joust. World Rally Championship. They handled the home version. Of this is all on the NES. Yeah. They did a lot of stuff on the Game Boy. Uh, yeah, Game Boy, Kirby's Dreamland two, Block Ball and Star Stacker, and Dreamland one and Pinball Land. All these other stuff. They did Hyperzone. For the Super NES, I didn't realize. That. Oh, and you said Hyperzone. I was like, you mean that's this? the one that we had a request for, and we looked it up. It's one of the ones that used the 3FX chip. Oh, it's like you're scrolling. It, 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 the details are great. You then just gotta try. They it. did Earthbound. Earthbound. I should have remembered that, which is Mother Two yeah. in Japan. Yes, N64. So they did. Wow. Okay. Pokemon Stadium, Pokemon Snap. Well, Pokemon Stadium in Japan and the U.S. Super Smash Brothers, SimCity 64. Kirby 64, the Crystal Shards. Yay! And Pokemon Stadium 2 and the Cancelled Mother 3. I crystal sharded. The Cancelled... That oh. just made me just go... <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Burnt Toast? <laughs> uh, there was supposed to be a Kirby Tilt and Tumble 2. Oh, good lord. Because the, the I know the original came out on the Game Boy Color. And it had a little like camera thing on it so it could tell where... Or, Maybe it was a gyroscope or something, so it could tell like how you uh, the orientation of the yeah exactly yeah Hal did a did a lot of stuff, but they they brought in all their characters in Smash Brothers and said here just have fun. Have you seen the original commercial for Smash Brothers? Yes, cool. awesome. I was at daycare a lot whenever it came on in the mornings, and I was like, <laughs> ooh, can we rent that? It's when, especially on Friday. I was like, I want to rent that. My cousin would rent like a wrestling game, and I'd rent <laughs> Smash Brothers. Smash Brothers became this this huge hit that still lives on today in, in Smash Brothers Ultimate. You had yeah. four or five different iterations that, eh, there were some stinkers in there. They still, well, now the argues that, that the cube version was the best. Do you want to know why they argue the cube version is best? Because it was faster. Yeah. This is the Street Fighter problem. When you go from Street Fighter 2 to Super Turbo, 
Everybody right. wants it faster. Or a champion. It's, or right. a champion of Super Turbo. I get a couple more characters, but the speed's better. Yes, yeah. the speed is better, and that's what Melee was. It was faster. It was more It was more direct. You had better hitboxes. You had, well, to be fair, Kurt, or, uh, Jigglypuff's not have a good hitbox. <laughs> well, that's... The Ice Climbers... <laughs> the wobbling. For those of you who don't know what wobbling is, wobbling is a as weird as it sounds, it's not actually wobbling the characters, but it's the ice climbers when you play them in melee have an infinite grab. So you can hit them one, two, one, two, one, two, one, two, and it was invented invented quote. It was uh discovered. Discovered and used in a tournament by a guy named Wobbles. <laughs> because that that, that was his that was his his kind of gamer tag as alias is wobbles so they called it wobbling <laughs> so wobbling has been banned <laughs> in most tournaments they're like well that's just cheap really there's a way you beat it knock one of them out yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not that, oh you, oh you don't want to get grabbed by zangief don't come near him don't come near him that's the e that throw hadoukens the whole time yeah, throw hadoukens and then throw a tatsu and then low forward shoryuken so he had the stink palm or stink. Uh, yeah um green palm we call it green bomb. Yeah, stink bomb, stink, stink finger, yeah, whatever you're gonna call it. Just go yeah. through it. Yeah, it's, they had to neutralize it. N64 also had the Mario Party series. Right. I didn't try to catch that, by the way. I didn't try to throw it at you either. <laughs> it, it, we're talking about the Velcro, and now I've got a hold of it, so nobody else can have it. Velcro ring. <laughs> There's only the like five more. <laughs> Anyways, but yeah, the Mario Party. Mario Party is a. I'm not gonna say a fantastic oh. series, but a series that. Probably holds a special place in at least everybody hears. Yes, hard. Good lord. One, two, or three was a big deal. Yes. What what sucks is now like all the iterations of Mario Party just cannot hold a candle to what what Mario Party was. Like all the new ones, it's like they're trying to innovate and be like new and cool and stuff. And it's like now it's like this is stupid. How do you innovate a board game? That's I mean that's really what you have. Street Fighter. What is so that? A board game? Well, it's like now you open up the levels, and now it's like okay, you don't have a set path anymore. Right. You can go wherever, you have five but it's, or six different paths, and you only can open them at a time where one of the creatures is holding it back, and they have step out. Or or way. you touch like a blue gate, or you touch or like a red gate, or, opens, yeah. or you have so many stars that let you through. That's what made it fun, though. Yeah, that I was the whole point. Sneaking in my brother's right, room but to when play it, it, you get to Mario Party Eight on the cube, this they're on a switch. No, it was, uh, it was the um, Wii. Wii. The Wii yeah. was Wii. eight, and it's so far removed from the game. Yeah, it's yeah. no longer just we're playing a board game like on the, a video game. The previous generation one was it's like everybody's riding in a cart, and your goal is to just get to the end. But whoever's in control of the cart on the time it hits the finish line, you win. Yeah, like so I get things. it, you're trying to innovate, but just go back to your roots and make good mini games Better and good board. And, yeah. Well, you yeah. The, you don't even have to like go go crazy and make new mini games. Just go and make ones that were similar to like the old ones. That's what I'm saying. Do like yeah. in one, two, like three, bring back four, all the old ones from one, two, and three, and put them into the newest version. Yeah, make like uh, what would uh, Smash call, Ultimate? Call, call it Mario Party Classics or Mario Party Ultimate. Yeah, Mario yeah, Party yeah, Ultimate. Awesome. Hey Nintendo, if you want to pay yeah. us some of the rights. Right that, even yeah, though we know you great. won't because you stole the battle royale from that one guy straight up so the guy and this is a totally different tangent but we're talking about nintendo so a guy went out of his way to make a mario party battle royale not mario party mario was it? Uh, sorry it was, a, a, super, mario, it was yeah. a super mario battle royale we were talking about mario party he made a super mario battle royale where you play through the first four where you play through four stages 
it's either world one, world like five. We're talking online with how many players? A hundred. hundred all simultaneously. And you grab or a star they, and touch somebody, they go Boop. They all die. They die. So everybody's racing to get the star. Quick, whoever gets it. You know? Yeah, and people, what people would do is they would sit on a pipe that you know you can't jump with a star and go, pass me, I dare you. Because then you go, you they all just start dying. Oh, yeah, they all start dying. You pick people off, and it was the first three people to finish would win. And they move on. If, and if the first three spots were taken up, your character would walk past the podium and fall in the lava, and you would, <laughs> you would lose. You would die. It was brilliant. But then Nintendo put out this, uh, this cease and desist and said, you can't do that anymore. He's like, okay, well, whatever. So I'll change the character. So he changed the character to be, well, it's... It's still kind of a Mario level, but it's not so Mario. It, right. They said, nope, now you're infringing on IP uh, property rights because it's similar to Mario. Now we're going to give you a full-on cease and desist. You can't make any more games like this. And he's like, okay, well, I'm going to get sued by Nintendo. Let's not do that. Yeah. And then sure enough, to, uh, about a week ago, as of, again, as of this recording... It's been uh, whole, not quite a whole year since they shut it down. Uh, a little over a year, actually, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a little over a year. They come out with Super Mario 35, a Battle Royale Super Mario. It's like, really? 35? Why couldn't you get us 100 on that? Couldn't he turn around and kind of like say, hey? No. No, because it's It's their 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 intellectual uh, property. Technically, if he had started with his own own levels and IP, he'd have been fine. But because he used Mario. But it was the tagging. It's like Donkey Kong. That's Nintendo's... So you need to tell us to take Donkey Kong and turn him into Stitch. It would be a no-no. Yes. Yeah. I was gonna uh, say technically do- yes. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say let's not do that one because that involves both Nintendo and Disney. Yeah, that's a bad, yeah. That, that's bad a call, double really whammy of call. you're going to get screwed. Now, if you make a little fan fan service game like that guy did, Donkey Kong Attacks or Donkey Kong Attack, and he used music from three sprites from. Donkey Kong Jr. and Donkey Kong 3 and uh, the main character Donkey Kong from the first one and Super Mario Turtles and things. Yeah, but he's he's just saying this is a fan game and it's fan service. Well, Nintendo goes, oh, that's cool. People just see our stuff and they like it. Well, was he making money off of the... No, uh, no. Really? He wasn't. He made no money off of it. That's weird because I thought... But a bunch of big streamers caught wind of it. Mm-hmm. So you got all these big YouTube celebrities that They're are playing, playing this for free, though. They're playing this game for, for free. free. Yeah. And Nintendo nice. went. I get it. Mm, what, what Nintendo really did is they said, "That's a good idea. We should use that." Hey, can we get our lawyers on this? <laughs> yeah, just mm-hmm. shut him down, and we'll start as soon as uh, as soon as it's shut down. They started work on it. I wouldn't feel so bad as if Nintendo gave him some sort of cut, even if it's just a like. And uh, oh, you, thanks for the idea. Honorary yeah. plaque with Mario on it that says. Even if you had, because technically, as a company, you are responsible for enforcing or for for uh, what is for it enforcing called? your IP. Yeah, for like you have to actually go after people. You don't like have to pursue it as badly and like viciously as some people or some companies do. But, I but they would look so much better. Nintendo would have looked so much better had they... Because, you know, we all have that now. It's kind of in the back of our minds. Oh, that was a rotten move. Yeah. But in the back of our minds, we would like to have it. Hey, you know what was kind of cool? They gave this guy a plaque, and they said it was really his concept, and they just, you know, kind of shrank it down, dumped it down a little bit, and made it to where it would work on a Switch. 
or you know, or an honorary like, hey, you know, you yeah. you were a Nintendo great job employee. The concept. Yeah, great job with the concept. Yes, it wasn't yours, but we're going to still give you the the credit for it because you we thought of it when we it. didn't. Yeah, we didn't think of that. So so you do like a Mario Party Ultimate. So you combine one, two, and three, and maybe a little bit of four. Oh yeah, the four went there. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Yeah, we're, so we're still talking about the N sixty four, and the and the GameCube a, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's like Mario Party is one of those games that you and you're going to get enraged. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. There is there is no like winning. Even if you win Mario Party, you, you lose, lose <laughs> at Mario Party, and you will have blisters on your palms. Well, no, I'm talking about like even if you win. Like you have the most stars, you don't win because yeah, I did really good. You, you go, wow, most, I did the most uh, question mark spaces, the, the most exclamation mark spaces. Yeah, you just have yeah. to wait. You're losing now, so okay, you're the person we're gonna give it to. Or in two, where you could just randomly find a block with a star. Yeah, yeah, that was like, oh look, a star. What? What? Wait, dude, I, just I know people who I know people who literally just started the game. Oh, I, I got the lowest in the... Or I got the lowest roll, so it's like I'm going last. Oh, man, this sucks. Star. <laughs> Boop. I hit a one. Crap. And then just step. Oh, look, a block. Eh, it's just going to be coins. Stop. Hey, I'm instantly in first place now. Yeah. You I instantly have a 20, like, 20 coin head start just because I have a star. As everybody knows... Six four is not my my favorite system, but thus it still exists, even though I'm not not a big fan. But games like that, the four player, that's great. These one player Mario Kart games, I don't see why people play. I don't either, and that's why I was on board with you when you said, "Look, we only need one than sixty four." And and I I I I, I, uh, not partitioned, but I I conditioned and 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 persuaded Dan to say. I said, Dan, look, we need an extra N64. Why do we need an extra N64? Because it's a party console. Right. There's yeah. going to be people who are not going to play single player. And they're they're going busy. to play. The two of them are always busy. Yeah. Either, either with like Rogue Squadron, for some reason. I don't understand why. Star uh, Wars. Because Star Wars. But we keep all the good games behind the counter. And people are like, dude, you guys have a copy of Mario Kart? It's and it's Mario one. Kart, Mario Party, Party 007. 007. Yes, those three. three. Games yeah. that- those three right there. But it's the multiplayer that makes them great. And everybody has great memories, but we always knew that when, when somebody started to play that, maybe we should have a little sheet that they sign that says, I'll still like my friends when I'm done. We, can, we, we considered same, that. I was going to say, how car. are we going to hold people to that, though? <laughs> and, and that's why you hear us. Uh, we get sponsored by the guys at uh, Solis, Garrett, Maiden, and uh, Borders. Uh, those guys who yeah, specialize in salt. <laughs> yeah, th- those guys actually decided to sponsor us. They're really cool. But they, they specialize in salt and video games, so it's it's pretty awesome. Um, but yeah, so you have like Mario Kart. Mario Kart just, oh my god. <laughs> that that game causes a lot of rage. Yeah. yeah. Even on the Super Blue Nintendo. Shell! <laughs> on the Super Nintendo. Dude. We play it at home, and it's just like... Because Jessica's like, I want to play. If I win, do I get to have extra time up? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Yeah, she's just like I don't know how to drive this, and then she learns she can go backwards and just like duke me and Dad like by knocking us off, and then go around and go, "Ha, I just, win!" Just ask Richard; he'll not show her. <laughs> wow. Yeah, let's not ask for. Let's not ask Richard. I mean, <laughs> butthead. He who starts with an R. And ends with Richard. It's so great. He's like, <laughs> "Yeah, I'll show you how to race like that." But I'm not going to tell you how to race like that. <laughs> like, watch. Yeah. Look but at no, that. I, I, I don't know how she can go backwards because normally it's like she can go the whole 
track backwards and still like link up that she is getting laps. What console has to do with checkpoints? That's a thing. Yeah, you can go backwards. And she's learned that. Oh, 64. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny because I'm like, at the time, well, she's still seven. I'm like, but I think at the time when she figured that out, she was six. And she goes, now that is the game she wants to play to get extra time to go to not go to bed on the weekend. They're like, nope. Well, you have. Uh, that was the next yeah. one I was gonna say was Conquer's Bad Fur Day. Ching. The the money in the eyes. The, the, it's it's the heist. Oh, that heist. Okay, so uh, we're all playing that, and and Richard's got the bag, and you're heavier when you got the bag. He's you're supposed to be us. you're supposed to be slowing down. He's outrunning uh, us with the bag. And then Richard has the audacity to say, "Well, you had a heavy weapon in your hand." I said, "I had no weapons in yeah, my I hand." I was running without weapons just so I could keep up, and he's leaving us behind. Did you ever figure out how he did it? No. no. We need to, we need to spend the time to look and see if there's like a code that goes in just before. There must be. There's gotta be something. What about a uh, banjo? Banjo, banjo Kazooie and Banjo Tooie? Yeah. Do you ever get a chance to play those? Oops, yeah. <laughs> no. And we have them here if you don't if you haven't had a chance. Okay. It, those are. For that console, that's a must. Yes. No, like Gex 64 is not a must, but it's fun. <sighs> Gex, good, but not like a prerequisite to playing no, the N64. Yeah. There's, there's Mario 64 with the forever staircase mm-hmm. and the backwards jump. There's so 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 many little cool things and nuances about it, but there's not one one player game that I'm just excited about. On there's not a whole lot of one player games to get excited about, Majora's except for Mask Major- okay, uh, Ocarina of Time. Ocarina of Time. Yeah. Neither of those did anything for me, neither. Uh, shame, 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 no, shame. Because shame. Well, when I looked at it in, in the above, like the kind of offset Zelda world in the Adventures of uh, uh, Link to the Past. No, the very first one. Oh, oh, uh, yeah, the the the, event, the Legend of Zelda. Yeah, yeah, Legend of Zelda. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> yeah, the, sure. the it's hard to beat the Adventures of Zelda as at first, even though the graphics are not there because the 3D loses something. Something it just it, it doesn't jive with you, does it? Doesn't jive. Where, where the system is off. Okay, yeah. it, it's way over here. I'm getting turned around. And I have to use an, uh, a Z or an, a little analog loopy deal. Somebody's going to be there. so mad at you listening to them. Why don't you like Ocarina? No, no, it's a great game. Just make a better controller. I love it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can't argue with it. Okay, argue that, with that. that, that may be an argument. I don't like it. It's, it's why like, do we have C buttons that are arrows? Hey, why is this analog always broken on these? <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah. Yep. Do, 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 do. Oh, that was a C buttons. I know. <laughs> well, it's like it had a control pad, it had an analog stick, and then it had C buttons, which were also directional buttons. Why do we need that many directional buttons? I think <laughs> all of them. Sixty-four RPGs was the greatest idea of speedrun or being able to watch that on YouTube because I don't have to participate in this. I can watch a great game and not be frustrated by the way the controls were designed. <laughs> Uh, or the views and yes. how the controls. So yeah. I press a button. And, oh, I'm viewing way over here. People would just say, "Well, just get used to playing it." No, I, just make a better stick. I have yeah. to be completely honest. I never beat Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time on the N64. I played Legend of Zelda uh, 3D or Legend of, Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time 3D. Gotcha. Much better. Huh? I mean, it controlled just about the same. It's just so. Now you don't have to paw. Anytime you need to switch to the uh, iron boots, you can just go into the menu that's on the second screen and just go boop. 
you don't have to pause, flip, flip, iron boots. The other thing is that, and you argued the control pad, what about the PlayStation? PlayStation had, well, sorry, PlayStation 2 had the analog stick and a control pad, but they don't force you to try to do both at once. And they also don't force you to use this one or that one. You could use both. Yeah. By the time you get to the third one, the PS3, they were, no, you got to use analog, and you have to press it a certain amount of pressure in order to sneak up on the enemy indifferently. You just just give it a little little bit. And that gave us more control. Yeah. But at the time, it's like a fighting game, and they make you use the analog stick for the fighter. It makes zero hey, sense that. when we started on a D-pad. Oh, and speaking of uh, analog stick and DualShock and stuff like that, that actually came out with the PS1. Yeah. Yes, it did. Oh, no, no, not the analog. Yeah, it did. Wait, yeah. analog was on PS1? Yeah, it was yeah. on PS1. Ape Escape. First, the first ones came out, and they weren't analog. Then the games came out that had the analog technology. Ape Escape. Ape Escape had that. I loved Ape Escape. Hang on. Fun as crap. Loved it so much. It's a silly, fantastic, fun game. Okay, because this is your this goal. Is what I catch remember. monkeys. Hang on, images. Here we go. Should I pause it? Images. No, no, no. Because this is the one I remember. Yeah, that's yeah, the very that's first the original. base model. But when but games the, came out with okay, the ability, okay, you got could it. buy one. Yeah, see, there, there's the two right next to each other. Because yeah. I always played. That's why I thought they didn't have it. Because I always played the one without it. Yeah, they, they mm-hmm. have uh, they had both. I didn't realize that that was a thing. So Ape Escape was really the first one to that required you to have oh, a dual it shot. Forced you? Whoa! Because what I was gonna say, you moved with one side and you swung your weapon with the other because yeah. your square X cross circle triangle were your weapons. They were all bound to each. Your each you had four weapons. Oh with wow! You. Then you and the, with the, right the I think the the control pad was camera. I think. I don't remember that. And then you still had L and R buttons, one and two. Yep, L1, L2, R2, R2. But I don't think you really used those. That really worked out for fighting games. Yes. You you could turn, and especially the reprogramming. They turn into triple buttons. Yeah. So you you can make uh, L1, if you were like, okay, I want to do R1, R2 as heavy punch, heavy kick. You could do L1 as your triple punch and L2 as your triple kick. So if Zangief, you could just press it and then do it. Instead of trying to press three buttons on the controller. Super yeah. make, the, make the motion twice and then tag that three buttons. Exactly. Do you ever play, uh, there's two games I'm going to mention for uh, PlayStation 1, and that's Road Rash 3D. Never played it, did you? No, I've seen it. Never played I it. remember playing Road Rash on N64, not PlayStation. I remember them having cutscenes. Yes. Live action cutscenes. Yeah. The Road Rash 3D was one of the first ones I ever played. The other one, I guess I'm going to have to mention three because I'm going to keep going. I'm sounding like the the priest, or the, uh, um, help me out here, Monty Python. Uh, uh, the Spanish Inquisition. Spanish Inquisition. Oh. I'm sounding like the Spanish Inquisition. He says one thing. He says, I only have two examples. And I, one, two, uh, three, three, three examples. examples. Yes. One, two, three, three, four examples. Yes, yeah, so Road Rash 3D. Just going. It just keeps going. Uh, Vigilante 8. Oh man! Which released on both N64 and PlayStation One. Yes. Did it? I only yes. played it on PlayStation. Yes, because we have a copy we here. Have a copy here. It's here. It's Vigilante not as great. Vigilante Eight and Vigilante Eight: The Second Offense. Vigilante Eight: Second Offense was great. Yeah. The other one was Twisted Metal. Yeah. Twisted Metal. Twisted Metal. Took it all the way to Twisted Metal Black. Yes, and they they had some some other iterations, but the first the first one was really great. Like that Warhawk one. game we were talking about. That looks fantastic. Even yeah, though that has aged well. That has aged very well. Uh, Assault rigs. Assault rigs. That yeah. is a great one. You li- and you can link those like Cyber Sled. You could link it, and you didn't lose any of the graphics. You didn't split screen. You had two TVs. What other system linked up like that besides a Game Boy? 
a Game Boy. It was it was a <laughs> Game Boy and that was F one race. That was really the one. I know. Um, we didn't link Xbox. Oh, this one. PlayStation a- One. No, we linked Xboxes. Yes. Yeah. Really? They That's did? how you played eight player Halo. Yeah. Uh, I did not know. Well, you could play one v one Halo. Mm-hmm. If you had the link, ca- if you had like it was a LAN so cable, it wasn't it was, link cable. It was a LAN cable. But oh. it was just like PlayStation, it was two PlayStations. So you had two Xboxes, two TVs, and the cable. If you wanted games. to play a a hardcore one v one mode where there's no screen hopping, you could. But that but, was also like way later in the uh, console's life. Or that consoles. was that was yeah, well, no, because right Halo away. Halo was a launch title. Well, no, that still came out with the uh, that came out with the PS2. That was a different generation altogether. That's that's right. That's right. But yeah, so that so you're right. No, but you, I did have correct. one that came out or was supposed to have come out along the same time, which was the Virtual Boy. Oh, uh, <laughs> I had a Virtual Boy. We're not talking about the Virtual Boy. You know that the PlayStation, the VR32. Who's fond of that? Not me. It was not me. The PlayStation what? One. What? <laughs> or, or the PlayStation, you can't really call it the PlayStation One. The PlayStation actually, when they were bringing up Resident Evil, they had intended to have it use the link cable and link two systems so that the two characters could go two different directions. Whoa, that's cool! And they decided not to, which it probably would have killed the game. But you had to have two copies of the right. game. Yeah, as expensive as it was, and in the development that was going on. It was better that you had shooters and, and vehicle games for that kind of stuff. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Because there was so much in the program, they decided to just scrap that part of it. Mm-hmm. But someplace, somewhere... Is it, it is still somewhere in the code? Is, I don't know. But someplace, <sighs> somebody's got it from developing a PlayStation. Oh, wow. A version that would link up, and then you could be Barry and Jill simultaneously. Hmm. Yeah. You mean That's Chris? Neat. No, because Chris was another option. You had Chris, Jill, and Barry, because the three that came oh. together, you had you would then interact with the other character. Mm-hmm. So you had an option of three characters. Three and then players. Resident Evil was on the N64. Yeah. It was terrible. It was terrible. Yeah. But, but it was you there. You lost all your cutscenes. You lost all your video. Well, no, the, the cutscenes were there. They were just like potato quality. They were bad. Because <laughs> remember, we watched that video. We were Resident, like, cousins. Resident 2 was pretty good on, on the 64. I was very, very surprised. Okay. Maybe that's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, I was going to say, speaking yeah. of uh, botched uh, N64 ports, Mega Man Legends uh, <laughs> on, on PlayStation, great game. And then, like, what's what's weird is people weren't complaining just about the cutscenes. It was like the way the game controlled the 64 or Mega Man 64 or Mega Man Legends 64 was just awful. That's why whenever they re- released the second one, they just never like even tried with the the N sixty four. They were just like, nah, we learned our lesson. We're not going to do that. Do you remember what the original name of the sixty four was called? Ultra sixty four. It's called the Ultra sixty four. Remember, soon available for, for Ultra sixty four, and that was previewed in Killer Instinct in the arcade. Mm-hmm. That that, that that was your teaser to be like, oh my god, there's going to be a, a, a Nintendo console called the Ultra sixty four, and it was featured in Nintendo Power yeah. as the Ultra sixty four. And mm-hmm. they actually brought out Killer Instinct 2 when they called it Killer Instinct Gold. And that was the second version the arcade brought out for the home. That's correct, yeah. And every game that, that you have to mention with the N64 has to have 64 at the end. Right. It has to be Bomberman 64 or uh, Superman 64. Yeah. Super Mario 64. Super Mario 64. Well, wait a minute. How come this doesn't fit on the 
I can't put this in the Super Nintendo. Don't you know? That's the 64 version of it. I've seen this so many times where you get 64 games in the Super NES. I've seen a NES cart sitting in the Genesis. Ow! <laughs> like, like, We're going to go back to kindergarten and mute that. it, by the way. There's a big button on the front that says mute. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, we have to all turn it down. If you're no, leave like that, that one in. That was uh, brilliant. Nope, I am not editing that out. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. That didn't catch on that mic. It caught on the other mics. <laughs> that was awesome. You good? Uh, you good? Are you going to live? <laughs> Should we she's, pause now? I, no, I think she's giggling a little. Are you good? Okay, breathe. <sighs> Take a sip of water. Okay, so she's go. good. GameCube was originally going to be the Dolphin. It was called the Dolphin, oh, yeah. yeah. But, oh, there's one more thing I want to mention before we get to GameCube. What is the game on PS2 or was it PS1? The game that never came out that was... That oh, I know what you're talking about. You, Thrill Kill. Thrill Kill. Oh, yeah. Thrill Kill. They took that whole thing and finished it and it just was too violent. Wasn't that John Romero's project? Uh, I can't remember who it was. but We have a you working know, let, copy, a okay, Google. copy of it. Thrill Kill. According to Wikipedia, Thrill Kill is an unreleased 1998 fighting video game for the Sony PlayStation. Oh, baby. Yep. Yeah, yep. we have a working finished copy. We have to use a PS Exchange on it. PSX ah, on it. And yep. it works. And uh, it, it's got slow load times, but oh man, that, that, that character so dumb. character with a cattle prod and, and <laughs> a little little imp that's on stilts and he stabs you with the stilts the cattle prod they stick it right in your rear and goes, uh this is this is going to be uh, a little weird and you may have to you may have to edit this part out but we'll see so i'm going to go ahead and take my my little time here all right <laughs> no one else say anything that way we don't have any like good that's, material that's that gets cut getting, out yes yeah. uh while the game, or while the technical feat of allowing four players to fight simultaneously in the same room was to be a major selling point, this game was overshadowed by the controversy surrounding the game's depiction of violence and sexual content. Examples of this content include BDSM and fetishistic costumes and acts, limb dismemberment, and violent video games, and I'm not going to, to say what they actually are. Thrill Kill notably received the rare adults-only rating from the ESRB and was the first game to receive such a rating for its violent content. All prior AO ratings had been for sexual content. Owing to this, Thrill Kill was ultimately not released. Near-finished builds of the game, however, were later bootlegged and uploaded to the internet. We have a full-finished version, version B. Yep. With the fatalities intact and the extra costumes and the boss characters could be played. I mean... You basically just stated what was on the Wikipedia. I don't see why any, any reason I should edit no, that. No, I, I, I said that, but I wanted to make sure that on the off chance that you say, okay, maybe that's a little too much. Yeah. No, I mean, you it's you basically approached it from a, a documentation point of view. That was my whole point. Which, uh, that's guys, works for... Just this is a really strange uh, stop right there when you mentioned Wikipedia. Last year, we donated $21 to Wikipedia. Uh -huh. Now, oh. well, this, is, this is good. Uh, for statistic reasons, 2% of the population that go to Wikipedia actually contribute. Uh -huh. So 98% of people go in, get the info, and they, they're out. They don't care. Yeah. So anyone who's got a couple bucks, and I know we've got a GoFundMe and we're hurting, but if you have a couple dollars, everybody could throw a dollar or two at it. If you use Wikipedia, you use it more than two or three times in a week, just contribute something. Keep those guys going because they are absolutely non-profit. 
They, nice, uh, nice plug for Wikipedia there. I like that. Yeah. Well, it's. I mean, how often do we go to it? Almost All every day. Uh, you, you'll have to look for something. Yeah, we are always looking. Hey, I'd like to have that list of PlayStation One games that that have that use the link cable. Well, guess what? I just went there to find out if Salt Rigs links up. Yeah. But I wouldn't have been able to confirm that without Wikipedia. Well, now was, there's so many different wikis. The wiki leaky. Well, everybody has their own like game. You can have a wiki for your own game. Yeah. Yes. Dark Souls yeah. wiki. But the problem yeah. is, is like with Wikipedia, and I also know this from when like doing school stuff. You, a, a lot of teachers. No, you just don't like, use it. It's as, not a credible source. As, yeah. yeah, it's not a credible source anymore because people can go in and edit it. Yeah. Edit yeah. At any point, like. But still, with uh, that, if let's say if only fifty percent of the information. Is, is accurate. Yeah. You still have that much material, that much information, and from that you can extrapolate and then cross-examine other sites. Because if you sure. say, "Oh well, Throw Kill was done by," uh, it's actually done by Midway Studios. We would say, "Oh, it was done by Long Beach." Hey, wait, that doesn't sound right. No, or it was yeah. done by Disney Interactive. That doesn't sound right. Right. You can cross wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. But anyway, Wikipedia guys, just don't forget about them. Yeah. Okay, back to it. So, so Thrill Kill, we have a copy of that for PS1. I'm trying to think what else was big. Other than, well, let's talk about the, the big one. The one that sold the PlayStation. Final Fantasy Seven. Seven. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that uh, game sold only, the PlayStation. Only yeah. on the PlayStation. PlayStation. Yes. Ooh, one time it was, you know, they say exclusive. Exclusive until somebody else offers us money or, or until six What they really should five. say is timed exclusive. Timed exclusive. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. technically it's out on PC. I got to have it. Yeah. I got to have it. And now it's on PC. and yeah, there's But everybody's got the source code for it now. So they're like, okay, we can we can reverse engineer it and put it on for PC. Mm-hmm. Or unless they release it for PC. That was, no, it's officially for PC. me. Oh, it's actually PC. Okay. For me, that was the first RPG that I could get down with because it had graphics. Story. Yeah, here I go with that graphics. I'm not hollow because I like graphics. You've got a great RPG and no graphics, or a great RPG and graphics. Hey, I'm going to take the graphics every time. Mm-hmm. I'm being entertained with, with my dollar, so I'd like to seven because of that. It had a great soundtrack, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. The one problem with that is it was on three or four discs. Three discs. Four. Three. No, uh, three. Eight was four. No, and nine was four yeah, as well. Nine was four. Yeah. You had to have four discs to yep. play this game. And they were the black label discs, too. They yeah, weren't the clear they were, bags. They were, they were black labels. Yeah. Black label? Black label. They were called black labels, but they were they were black on the they're back instead of, oh, they're 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 reflective. They're actually red. Are they red? Yeah, I think so. Weren't they? They're what? Black. They're black. Oh, I thought they were black. I on. thought when you shined a light on them, they were actually red. Yeah. Were, I, I think it was actually like a color. Yeah. Meaning of black label game collecting. Let's just do, and again, I'm on my phone now. So here, yeah, here's Final Fantasy Nine, and this is the one that I owned. It was four discs. Goodness yeah. gracious! I remember I, I went to clear and and like they were blue, and then they went to just plain silver. Yeah, yeah. Because it was CD-ROM at that point, instead yeah. of being a digital form of media, it became a CD-ROM. Yeah. That I was reading off of. So the one I'm gonna throw out for you, Cat, is Spyro. Yeah. Spyro the Dragon. My favorite part of Spyro the Dragon was running around and just, because, uh, I mean, you can't really kill the sheep, but you could catch them on fire and burn their tushies and they would run away from me. <laughs> like, my brothers would come in their room and go, we want to play PlayStation. I'm like, hold on, I'm burning the sheep. They're like, I'm burning the sheep in Spyro. Quit. I actually play the game. I'm like, but this is so much fun. And then they look and I'm like, actually ramming into things and getting them the crystals and stuff. And they're like, okay, just keep 
Pete Burning the Sheep will be back in an hour. I, I totally <laughs> forgot that this exists. Oh, that PlayStation had an answer to Mario Party. Yeah. And that was called Crash Bash. Right. Yes. And you had you had um Parappa the Rapper was one of the characters in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I know. So not, was fun. It did not make it though. No. I know no. Sega actually had a uh, um a Dreamcast release that was supposed to be the their battle another Royale, one. Yeah. yeah, it was a Sonic Sonic one. Fighters. Mm-hmm. No, it wasn't Sonic mm-hmm. Fighters. It no. was oh, Sonic the Fighters was bad. <laughs> it was, yeah. so it, was bad. A, it was basically a board game just like Mario Party. Oh wow. Uh, well, it was see, just PlayStation had awful. that too. They had the Namco Pac Pac-Man party or whatever, yeah. and it had like yeah. the Tekken. But that Hachi one didn't. Was in it. That one didn't come out till PlayStation Two. Yes, the one I'm talking about came out with Dreamcast. And, there, be- and because we, oh, go ahead. But there was a good. There was an actual decent fighter that came out that was like Sonic Fighters, but it had it had uh, fighting vipers characters. It had uh, Virtual Fighter. Are you talking about the, the Daytona car? The Daytona car. Yeah. Oh, I remember yeah, that remember game. With the tires, it would box you with its tires. Yeah. And it would change forms change if you forms beat it up. If you beat it up. Jeez, I vaguely but remember that. they made that. that work. I never actually owned that game, but I saw it in like magazines. Oh, and so. yeah, I wish I had that one. That's so dumb. The uh, the other one, the other major series we got to talk about, because you have these these major flagship series. Obviously, Nintendo has Mario, Mario's and Metroid, and, and Mario and Metroid. And so you had like the two the two big ones for PlayStation at the time were Spyro the Dragon mm-hmm. and Crash Bandicoot. Crash, yes. Crash was yes. big, and Crash had five big games. He had mm-hmm. obviously one, two, and three. Crash Bash and CTR Crash Team Racing. Yeah, yes. that was good. That too. was their answer to Mario Kart. That's the one that they had the um, the little jet skis. Right. Uh, you're thinking of maybe Diddy Kong Racing. Diddy Kong Racing. Is that what? Diddy Kong Racing had planes. It had it had yeah. uh, hoverboats. Okay. Yeah. Uh, our friend uh, um, uh, Tia, she comes in yeah, here and plays it all the time. Goes right to it. Here, here's my life. Like I don't even give like, Half the time, I'm like DKR. DKR here you go. You got it. Yeah, but Crash Team Racing actually was really good. Yes. It was surprisingly, and I'm it. It, it kind of became its own little cult hit. It couldn't topple. Mario Kart because Mario Kart had been too established at the yeah, time. And, yeah, and, and really, when you go to a racing game, a, a party style racing game, you're going to Mario Kart. You're uh, going to go to Mario Kart unless you unless you were the guy who had a PlayStation, in which case you're going to play CTR. Yeah, right. and and they had plenty of party type racers. They even had Chocobo racing for PlayStation. There was a lot of <sighs> yes, that? Chocobo racing. And, and they, they played really, really well. And didn't Need for Speed or something like that get their start on PlayStation? Oh, uh, God, several racing games. There were, there were a couple good there. ones, but yeah. that was mostly starting on PC. Okay. And mostly. Something we haven't actually touched on is Xbox. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's one we're going to have to save for the PS2 Xbox. Yeah, that's era. the next yeah, generation. The, that's that's, yeah, that's the kind of the third era, the gotcha. third big era, where you started to get these huge consoles. Well, with Xbox, it was, you know, you had Halo. And that's oh, I'm waiting to talk about that yeah, so badly. A, that's a big deal, and I'm not a first-person shooter guy, but Halo, I enjoyed yeah. watching people play that. That was just see, so I great like to see that. I did like watching them play. But oh. by Halo Two, I was like, oh my god. What about a uh, Chrono Cross slash Chrono Trigger? Oh, Chrono, yeah. Uh, Chrono, Chrono Trigger came out on the P or uh, the Super Nintendo. Yeah, yeah. SNES. But, well, that's I, that's but why Chrono I Cross, Chrono Cross was cool. In fact, with calling it Chrono Cross, you had the cat character and the other character that switched. They switched over the the yeah. That was such a great story. And then you had Wild Arms and 
I forgot Gex was on the PlayStation at one point. Well, yeah. We, yeah. Well, yeah. well, we missed 3DO, but just touch on 3DO for a minute. You know, totally clips. Which know, one was wild? Plumbers ones? don't wear ties. Oh, good oh, lord! <laughs> plumbers don't wear ties. Why did you have to mention that one? Well, what what the panda? What the Sega CD, CD did with. Dragon's Lair and Space Ace and and uh, Sewer Shark and games like that. Mm-hmm. They took it up a notch with the 3DO. 3DO. Yeah. The 3DO had, I mean, it could play music CDs. Remember the music CDs would come with actual yeah. videos, but they were they were photos that were still, and then it would play the lyrics of the song. Like Little Feet had one, and they had the face behind the mask from uh, Fleetwood Mac. They had that one too. But you didn't have a whole lot of things you could utilize the 3DO on, so it came kind of a over bulk console that had all these great ideas and great power, and you even had an SD card slot and things that you didn't really use. Yeah. But there was a lot of great things. Uh, Putt Putt. Putt Putt on PC, like Putt Putt Goes to the Moon and Putt Putt's uh, Joins the Parade, Fatty Bear, all these games that you couldn't even <laughs> call them that now. But You know what I totally forgot about? Uh, so remember the Tony Hawk craze? All the yes. extreme sports action yeah. games. Do you remember the Razor game Razor? with the scooters? Yes, the Razor scooter. <laughs> oh, good lord, yes, yeah. yes, I do. <laughs> so dumb. Yeah. Now, wasn't on um, Nintendo sixty four the little tr- the um, wasn't that the one the when they had the cycle the unicycle game? What? What? No, that was the Super Nintendo. That was Super Nintendo. The, 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 the unicycle, the uniracers. Uniracers, yeah. Oh wow! It was super fast, and that one looked like Sonic. It was really it fast. It was fun. Like you would start off, and you would just go up all these things, and then like you would get stuck. Loops and jumps. And, and it's stuff. just a unicycle. You are the unicycle, and it's pedaling and. It's leaning forward. The seat leans forward. Going full speed. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Unicycles. Yeah. What you got? My boy Axel, Twisted Metal uh, Two. There you go. Yeah, he's just. He arms, he holds on arms to. and wheels. Yeah. That's another game I would. What was love it? To uh, Sweet in. Tooth was the clown. Yes. Yeah. I'm, tr- I'm looking at all these all these old PlayStation tiles. I'm seeing if any of them like stand out. Mode. There's not a whole lot that. No, not anymore. I, I can ride one now. There's not a whole lot that I look at that I go, oh my god, I, I need to. You know, we need to go back and play that or kind of thing. Rayman. Forgot about Rayman. Rayman, and that came all the way to. And that was Nintendo and PlayStation. They they were on they were on both and that's a really weird one at the time that you're thinking okay well didn't that carry on? on Xbox as well I believe it did Rayman and the raving rabbits and all those characters <laughs> you know I almost I almost forgot this because of you Metal Gear Solid Metal Gear Solid ah, PlayStation PlayStation gotta gotta talk about Metal Gear Solid we talked about Metal Gear in the last episode then it was like okay it's okay it, it's not great but not bad. No, it's well, it's no, probably the best about, iteration of that game. We're talking about Metal Gear. The first one was yeah. kind of a... Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, but Metal, Metal Gear Solid. Tactical, That's where... It, tactical spy espionage? Is that what it's called? Technical... I think it, tactical espionage... Ex, espionage action. Yes. Tactical espionage action. Yes, that was... <laughs> ding, ding, ding. What was that noise? Was that noise? <laughs> take people out, put them to sleep, you know, uh, knock them out. Or you could just break their neck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or you could... Sleepy? Snake? You go sleep Boom! Snack. Yeah, that was that was Snack. in the that was when you killed people. They they disappeared, but in later games, it's like you actually ah. had to hide bodies. You had to so stick it's them like in closets and stuff. Devil uh, dice, Locker. aka bombastic, bombastic. Oh, bombastic. Richard loves that. Devil dice. It's... That is a hard game. So that's a five player. Does he five. know how to cheat on that one, dude? 
Oh no, you can't oh, really cheat oh, on Bombastic. No, he's, just, he's good at it. He's that just game, good he's at just it. good at it. Oh, okay. Anybody else that comes into place, you're like, I have no chance of doing it. No chance if, if Richard's on him and he cracks his knuckles. He's two on other it. games I guarantee that we miss: Resident Evil Two, yeah, mm-hmm. Tomb Raider. Oh yeah, yeah. Tomb Raider yeah. as a flagship game. Remember, we we had, we had touched on it so on the boss battles. Yeah, we, we did. Yeah. Right, I forgot about... I can't believe I forgot about Tomb Raider. Yeah. It was Tony Hawk 2. I remember that coming out from PlayStation. The first Pac-Man World came out there yeah. on PlayStation. I never I played that one. Oh, yeah. to bring out 3D Which is weird because we mentioned one of the previous you know, episodes. Yes. And, and Pac-Man and Miss Pac-Man, they tried to bring all these characters to life in a 3D world, and it just really didn't work. No, the 3D Frogger was goofy. 3D Pac-Man I could deal with, though. Pac-Man yeah. World was one of the few oh, times yeah. they did it right. 3D Frogger, 3D... What was the other one? It was a Defender. Defender. Defender, um, which came out oh, on PlayStation that, 2. That yeah. shooter was pretty good. It was a 3D shooting game. That yeah. was... It, it, not everybody liked it, but I, I never got to play it a lot. I have it. Yeah. Neo Nectaris. Remember, Turbo Graphics had Mar... Amar, uh, Medieval, uh, not medieval madness. Um, medieval? No, not medieval madness. No, medieval. Uh, no, medieval. Yeah, they call it medieval, but that that was good too. And, and oh. Knights of the Square Table. Yeah, Knights of the know. Square Table. Oh yeah, Eric Idle in there and Cheech Marin. Yeah, was, yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, that one. we talked but about that. Military Madness on Turbo Graphics. Yeah, they came out with a game called Neo Nectaris for the PlayStation, the first PlayStation. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look this up. Uh, upgraded graphics. But you lost the the way that the, the the feel of the game wasn't as smooth. It's kind of like Robotron 2084 for the PlayStation. Remember that 3D, the 3D version of that? They had yeah, it's Neo Nectar like slash Military Madness too. Yeah, it just didn't have the music. The music wasn't there. The feel of the ships, the graphics were better. But you lost something in it. Maybe Honestly. maybe that's something. I no, it was, it was just called Nectaris on Nectaris. Oh, they also had Bloody Roar for uh, Bloody Roar. PS1. And we had yeah. the, the arcade game of that. And that, the original title for that was... Beasterizer. Beasterizer. And PlayStation wanted to get that for their home system. They said, the name's going to have to go because that sounds really dumb. Yeah. And and they went with Bloody, Bloody Roar. Roar. And Bloody that, Roar. You know, now Stuck. what we say is, this is the arcade game of Bloody Roar. Rising was the company that brought out Ridge Racer. Ridge the Racer. first Ridge, Ridge Racer. Racer. Very nice. Namco. Namco really set a good uh, lineup for the PlayStation. You had Tekken and Tekken 2. Yep. And then Ridge Racer. Ridge, Ridge Racer is yep. good. They had oh God, Ace Combat. I was just about to mention Ace, Ace Combat. Combat. Is, uh, well, no, it, it's uh, Air Combat. Air Combat, sorry. sorry. They, they didn't call it Ace Combat until they got to the PlayStation right. 2, I think. And then Destruction had, Derby. It was another one. The Structure Derby was a really good one. Uh, we got some of the other games that were on 3DO that just never sold really well. They made total eclipse for the PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Dang it, now I'm running into Dang all the PlayStation 2 titles, which are, I mean, the PlayStation 2 titles were great, but I'm trying yeah, to find the good PlayStation to, When you ones. get to the PlayStation 2, that is a whole other episode because there's so many. Yes. And then, and then we, we've obviously skipped over Symphony of the Night. Yeah, Symphony was. Yeah, it's because everybody loved it. So. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's almost it, that's a given. Yeah, that's, a given. <laughs> that's a given. The the Driver series, Driver One and Two. Driver yeah, one and two from there. Yeah, and then you had Grand Theft Auto mm-hmm. that started was the Above View. Yeah. Yeah. Which I never again. Here we go. It's great. The concept's great, but whoa, wait a minute! Once now you get to 3D with Grand Theft Auto Three. Yeah. Okay, let's uh, let's actually kind of scoot on over to. Um, the Dreamcast, because we haven't really talked a whole lot about that, because we've been talking about the differences between PlayStation yep. and N64. Yep. 
What about like Crazy Taxi? Crazy well, Taxi. Well, well, again, they they took arcade ports and they were darn near arcade perfect. Yeah, on it, the Dreamcast the because it was almost was, a Naomi system. Yeah, Naomi system. Yeah, so because the the Naomi system ran in the arcades, you can get almost arcade perfect ports. So you had Crazy Taxi, <laughs> you had Marvel Two, you had uh, I want to say Alpha Three. Come on, what Capcom fighter are we missing? Capcom fighter? Oh, yeah. for. The Dreamcast. Dreamcast. Uh, what Capcom uh, fighter? I keep I keep going back to Marvel too. Street Fighter. It was it was three D and they made two of them. Um, Soul Calibur. No Soul Calibur. They did not. Did not that wasn't on Dreamcast. They did. They did. Yes. Like I said. No, no, that's thought, right because it yeah, was it was like Xbox, PS2, and Dreamcast. I was gonna say I'm looking at the list. There were three <laughs> separate because remember Xbox had Spawn. Right. PlayStation right, had High Hot right. or PlayStation had um had had uh, uh, Hihachi. And then, Ga- no, actually, it was GameCube. GameCube had Link, but I yeah. guess they did... That's Soul Calibur 1. Oh, you're talking about Soul Calibur... Oh, sorry, I was talking about 2. Yeah. Well, actually, Soul Calibur 2 is the one you were talking about. Yeah, I'm That's talking about 2. That's they did the three different systems. GameCube had Link. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then the PlayStation had Hihachi. And, and, and Xbox and had Spawn. Xbox and he was Spawn. awesome. I yeah, love playing Spawn. pretty cool. But what, what's the what's this Capcom fighter I'm, I'm missing? It's a bad thing. No, I can't. Oh, that wasn't a Capcom game. No, Duh. no I can't remember. Oh, my God. It's a Dreamcast title. You Power Stone? Power Stone, one and two. Okay. That's it. I was just going to hold it up. I was going to say Power Stone. In, in Capcom vs. SNK2 on the Jeep in the desert sequence, you got the guy in the red with the blonde hair. He's actually from Power Stone. Oh, wow. And we also have Street oh. Fighter. Uh, EX? The EX series. Uh, I wonder if that. Oh, the 3D Alpha. one. I was like. Three. Yeah, uh, that, three. Was, that That's was three. a perfect port. A, yeah. Just about perfect port. And then you have. And there, I think there was another character. No, no, that was that was a uh, three max. Yeah, three max gave you Guile and a few. And uh, Ingrid. 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 No. Yeah, she, she was she was a character specifically she, for uh, Alpha Three Max. Over to Fighting Evolution. Capcom Fighting Evolution. They, yes, they took two two characters from one series and another two characters. Like so, you'd have. Bison and Chun Li, and then Alex and Ryu from from Third Strike. From Third Strike, I have a question. But then you also had Hauser from uh, um, from the one we were just playing. Yeah, Red Earth. Or yeah, Red Earth. Yeah. You could play as Hauser, the dinosaur. Oh yeah, yeah. You could play the oh, dinosaur okay. or what? Leo the. Uh, you could play as Hauser and Leo. Yes. Yeah. And Zangief can do a spinning. Uh, 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 of the dinosaur. He can do. Dinosaur. He can do. He can do a final atomic buster of Hauser. I'm going to pull this uh, up because you're going to go what? Which is, reminds me that uh, what's the what's the spellcaster chick? Oh, oh uh, uh, um, um, Trish. Uh, oh, Tessa. 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 She was in a lot She's of games. Kicks out <sighs> at the bottom of her. Skirt. She was in a lot. Of, she didn't have a skirt. I thought she had pants. No, they're, a, they're, they're, like baggy, down, they're like baggy. They're like baggy, super baggy pants. But she yeah. had. Uh, she was in Puzzle Fighter. Mm-hmm. Yes, she was. And I could never figure out where she was from. And I was, then whenever we you showed us uh, Red Earth, I was like, Oh, well, this is where she came from. Doesn't fit in there. She she looked like she would come from Guilty Gear. A little bit, no, yeah. Because Guilty Gear, a lot of them... She does fit in because she's a spellcaster because they have the, the rogue-type character, which is the ninja guy. Yeah. They have the uh, Leo, who is the like barbarian warrior-type guy. She's the spellcaster, and what was the other character? Dinosaur. No, that was, that was one of the bosses. Leo, Tessa... I can't remember the other two. Ninja guy. Yeah, ninja Here guy. we go. Yeah, that guy. So shows. So that's that's from uh, Puzzle Fighter. Da, 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 da. A gem fighter. Yeah. yeah. Gem fighter. This is that's Hauser. Watch, she gives a blast. Oh no, you don't. <laughs> nope. 
<laughs> That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Zangief has pile drived a dinosaur. <laughs> yeah, the other one was um, you would just remember this, and I had to go look it up. It was a uh, plasma sword, Nightmare Bilstein, which is uh, that was released in Japan as Star Gladiator. Right. Oh. No, and they had a uh, Hayato. Yeah. Like as in the Hayato you see from Marvel Cap. That one. Armored was Armored Warriors was where Jin. Full Metal Madness. Full, full Metal, Metal Madness. Armored Warriors. Full Metal. Because you had just played that, and you're like, "Oh, this is where Jin's from." And I was like, "Man, this game is fun." Yeah. It's. And then I got frustrated. And then Andrew beat it, and I was like, "Damn it!" Because <laughs> <laughs> he. Because okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell a short story. Eric got to the last boss. I'm sitting there watching him. Trying to pull these combos in the boss and just not having any of this crap. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, wait a minute. Eric goes to the bathroom. I try it. After about three tries, I beat it. He's like, how'd you do that? I'm like, dude, I cheesed it. I figured out that the boss is going to do all this crap. I just went up and grabbed him. Just grab him, <laughs> grab him punch him, grab him, yeah. punch him. Eric's like, this is bullshit. I hate <laughs> There's I was, my one. <laughs> I was going to say, I hate how games do that. It's like they get to the point where it's like the only way to beat the boss is you have to know their strategy. And it's like. I watched him play for 10 minutes. I'm like. Yeah. He figured out his strategy. Well, that's what, what was ridiculous is, is like I had fought so many other characters that I thought were bosses that it's like, well, this character is is. is it's a unique character that's not in the regular roster or character roster, right. and they have a unique robot. So it must be a boss. Well, not that guy. The next guy. Well, maybe this guy, he's got both, and then it's like you get to the last guy. Even. And he's uh, the same. The first character you ever fought, which wasn't part of the character roster, but you figure, hey, he's the first character, so he's probably not the boss. But then he comes in with a unique robot, and it's like, Oh. <laughs> uh oh. And then he's very, 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 very much more difficult than he was at the beginning. <laughs> but as we're talking about and, with video uh, games, even Crazy Bowl, you can do something really crazy. Crazy really Bowl. Crazy. Is when the ball comes out, you move the trackball left and right quickly, center it, off center it slightly, and launch it. You get a strike. I forgot Nine Sonic Adventure times. was on the uh, yeah. PlayStation. Was on the Dreamcast. Yeah. Well, it's on PlayStation Two as well. But we, yeah, we were going there. Well, that's the one that has the the orca jumping out of the water. Yeah, and they re, they redid that for Sonic 06. Did they? Yeah. Oh, good lord. That's the one that. Oh no! The Sonic 06 oh, that was no. so terrible yes. is the orca jumping out of the water. <laughs> Why? There were 620 games for the Dreamcast. And I must say that yeah. somebody's going to be mad if we don't mention Echo the Dolphin. Echo the Dolphin, yeah. yeah. I always said Echo. Yeah. I don't know if it's Echo or Echo. Somebody it's in the probably Echo. Uh, I don't know. Whoever whoever whoever's listening to it. Echo if you're into like well, Save the Planet. Echo if you're into the game itself. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking through Oh, Bangayo. That was another game. Bangayo? Bangayo. That was something that um, um one of one of our customers had talked about. It was just a bullet hell shooter. Yeah. And it was really weird looking, but the guy yeah, had it for his Dreamcast. Spot, Mars Matrix. Ooh. Yeah, it was it was a kind of a, a weird mech game, but you could send all these missiles, and all these enemies are sending missiles back at you, and you just had to dodge them. Bangayo, I totally forgot about that one. Well, I was gonna say most bullet hells require you to know, like you you may control the whole ship, but it's like only a part of it is actually like vulnerable, and you know. Like, usually, the canopy, like Mars Matrix, the canopy where you're sitting, the glass. That can be damaged, but the missiles can touch the edges of the ship all mm-hmm. around you. Yeah, Daytona USA 2001, which wasn't great, but they were they were trying. They they re-released for Daytona. Place, didn't they re-release it for a PlayStation? They did, I believe. Uh, no, no, it was, no, it was for Xbox Live Arcade. 
Bingo. Ah, That's what they yeah. released. And it was a final version of it, which... It they say final everything. version. <laughs> final. Final version. Uh, F-355 Challenge. The Ferrari game. I forgot about that one. That was a that was a really good arcade game. Because oh, it had three screens. But then you throw it back. How about for PlayStation? Ford Racing. No. <laughs> no, that no, because with PlayStation is Gran Turismo and Gran Turismo 2. Right. Oh yeah, I forgot. The Ford Racing, you know Those what that was originated. From? There was a, a gift pack that came out that had three racing games in it at Christmas time. You yes. guys remember that? Sitting around ten dollars. For the whole pack of three. Yeah. Oh, good lord! Yeah, the games. That was a, everybody had that as a stocking stuffer. Frogger I for myself. Frogger Two Swampy's Revenge. Yeah, uh, that was the one on PlayStation. Yeah. No, that that's that's Dreamcast. Oh, it's really? Still About bad. It was three, on PlayStation. That three pack is my grandparents would always buy the three packs for the boys. And you get and one good was, game in it and, usually, not that time. And because there was five of us at the time. They would have to buy two packs. So even though I wasn't allowed to have a PlayStation, there would always be like a, an extra or something that would end up in my stocking that the brothers would always end up with. Yeah. They would, oh. I would make them pay for it. Like I knew they got $20 for Christmas. They yeah, each they had to give me 10 Cough it up. <laughs> Did I tell you, ever tell you guys about back when uh, Toys R Us was uh, open? At least here in... What is in general, Toys R Us. What's that? <laughs> but they used to have a giant, like vacuum, not vacuum sealed. Uh, it was like a blister package of fifty comic books for twenty five dollars. Yes, oh, yes. used to have those, wow. and they were re reprints yeah. of stuff or stuff that was an old warehouse. And it, you'd have everything. There would be Marvel, Marvel packs of different stuff for DC, DC mm-hmm. Dark Horse. You get cloak and dagger. You might get cinder and ash. They just were in this black pack. and white. Yeah, uh, look at all the dove other and ones. what was it? What dove and what was it? Eagle and dove or something. Eagle and dove. I can't remember. It's good. There was Forgive another me for that DC one. one that was uh, kind of remind me of Freakazoid, but I can't remember what it was called. Man, I actually have to say that that's when I was first introduced to Deadpool was from Toys R Us. Oh wow! Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like somehow a Deadpool comic had gotten into our like pack. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, I know I know somebody is going to uh, chastise me if I don't mention Hawk this. And Dove, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Samba de Amigo. Dreamcast. Oh, yeah, Dreamcast. For totally forgot about Samba. Can I just I I cuz that that's it's not a game that I ever got around playing, but Sonic Team made it. Yes. The guys the guys who did Sonic did that uh Shenmue. Shenmue 1 and 2. Yeah. Which it just came out with Shenmue three uh, not too long ago. Yeah, uh, Silent Scope was on uh, was on the Dreamcast. Yeah, really, really, really tough to work with. Sonic Adventure, Sonic Adventure two. Now, yeah. going back, I remember those. What, something we missed on the Sega CD: Eternal Champions Challenge from the Dark Side, with all its fatalities and Asini kills and insta yep. kills. Yeah, uh, so sorry we didn't mention that. Somebody out there. We'll be excited to, to Third Strike and Double Impact were both on uh, Dreamcast, but not the first one. Not the first not one. new generations. First one did not come out on it. Weird. And I don't know. Maybe they just said, "Oh, that's a little late in the game to put them on." Yeah, uh, a lot of the Test Drive series came out on on that. There were a couple. Uh, there were two two Tomb Raider games. Oh yeah, Tomb Raider so Chronicles and Tomb Raider: The Last Revelation. Yeah. Because uh, I remember having stuff. Uh, Unreal Tournament. Oh, yeah, was on it. oh yes. I completely spaced and forgot about that. 
Virtual Tennis, Virtual Re- Tennis Two, and Virtual Striker. <laughs> when Resident Evil yeah. came out for Dreamcast, it had a survival mode, and we think of survival mode just survive as long as you can. They actually had it to where there were you were at the helipad, and there were zombies all around you, and they were closing in. How long could you last? Uh, that's a true survival yeah, mode. Yeah, true survival mode. Like, ah! You're turning around, shooting, and then creatures are coming from all. House of the Dead was on uh, Dreamcast as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. Typing of the Dead. Oh God, Typing of the Dead. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> Typing of the dead. You couldn't actually hit the enemy unless you typed the word correctly and yeah. fast. Uh, no. <laughs> She's nope. Such a goofy game. I would sound it out and I'd still not get it right and quickly. There's, there was another typing game that was similar to that, but I can't remember what it was. I think I know the one you're talking about. There were a bunch of knockoff kind of... Well, it was another game that was like converted in a weird way to a typing game. That was actually in the arcade. Would they have a keyboard? Yeah, yeah. A keyboard and a big screen. That's really weird. Torn material like a Halloween. And, it, and it, was, it actually had, if I remember right, it was the House of the Dead game, but it had a keyboard. And somebody went and modified, and it shows them instead of having guns, they have a strap over, like two straps over their shoulders, and a keyboard in front of them. Well, they also have like, this weird backpack thing because I saw yeah. someone at GDQ play it. Yeah. Yes. It's so bizarre. Yes, that thing is I awesome. I want to see the, the cabinet of this. I, I'm actually going to look this up too yeah, because this is kind of funny. I, I haven't seen Every time this. I think about doing the typing of the dead instead of House of the Dead, because it would be such a major challenge to try and play that game. The Typing of the Dead cabinet. Oh, yes, here it is. Yeah, It literally has the House of the Dead, but it's in a candy cab. There it is. There it is. That's that's a keyboard. (laughs) There you go, Eric. Look at this. Yeah, I see it. It's so stupid. And and the word would come up on the screen, and you just have to type it really quick. They would be sentences if you try to do it on, like, hard mode. Yeah. They'd be full-on sentences. And and cats over here like, no thanks. Enemies would just take damage as if you were shooting. If you actually come and follow me on Twitch, you will really, you will learn... That no, I'm not typing ducking on purpose, but luckily for spell check and click typing, that's what happens. Or else <laughs> I'll put the something totally different. Yes. I mean, look at the, the stupid, like, we have keyboards. <laughs> I know, that's what I'm saying. They have, like, the so, keyboards so on So you have to read the comments. You have to listen to my commentary yes. along with my, tech, my typing because... I don't spell check before I hit send. Wait a minute. I saw something that was super stupid. What you got? Where'd it go? Where'd it go? Where'd it go? Oh, did I miss it? I think I missed. Oh no, I didn't. Send it. Show it. Yes. <laughs> Cosplay <laughs> from typing. Cosplay of the dead. typing. Yeah, of the dead. That's good. Wait, so that's stupid. Cool, that's an easy Halloween costume. It is. Yeah, but you look like a goober. <laughs> but and nobody knows what you're. Nobody time. knows what you're doing except for the few people who go. Oh my! Oh my God! I know what that is. <laughs> That's like a lot of people really don't even know who Barf is anymore. So I mean, yeah, it's a little sad. Yeah. Aww. But yeah, so you have the the any the N64, the Sega Genesis, or sorry, not Sega, the N64, the uh, Sega Dreamcast, the PlayStation, kind of like the the third or sorry the second big era. Where they started to, to ramp up their power, they yeah. started to figure out what was again what was possible with within their realms, and, and, the delve, and started delve into 3D. They started delving into 3D again, Symphony of the Night, and, and all these 3D games. And what you got? Metal Gear Solid, the arcade game. What? Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what? That was, wild. No, that was a thing. Uh, <laughs> That's Eric. Eric is having a bit of a what revelation. Is what is this? No, it was an arcade yeah. game. Now yeah, shall we find one? There's one what, what? What came out of Eric's mouth? What? What? <laughs> what? It is this bigger what? one. 
this more dedicated looking ones here. I'm yeah. More small. Nice. Any other, any other closing comments you want to say about N64 PS1? Is, is there anything that you, that you remember very fondly and any memories of, again, any of those three major titles or any of those three major consoles? Getting kicked out of the brothers room constantly. <laughs> for wanting uh, to play. For wanting to just burn burn cheap, cheap butts. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, those, those played like a huge part of like... I mean, I started playing game or started playing NES and SNES, but it really got cemented during like with PlayStation N64 and Dreamcast. It's like that's where I really started to like started kind of hone your skills a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And it's so funny that we talk about all these controllers that if you if you haven't really grown up on the video games, you don't know what's going on. So I see a lot of the parents that are like, "Oh, I'm good with with NES. It's four directions and two buttons." Yep. And I'm starting to select. You give them a PlayStation controller, and they go, "Dude, what the hell is this?" <laughs> yeah. Well, we were talking about certain games that they made for say Xbox or PlayStation. Um, what was uh, Bionic Commando, the new version of that? Mm-hmm. You didn't need all these buttons dedicated because when you were in the middle of an action, the same button could have done the other thing because you can't use them at the same time. Yeah. Right. It's context sensitive. Just it, it's more. If, it. It's more of them being overwhelmed. I have two shoulders. Two. What the? I have you two shoulder buttons. Game, two trigger man. buttons. Four face buttons on one side. A D pad in the center, but two offset sticks if you're playing Xbox, or two center sticks if you're playing PlayStation. And they just look at it like, dude, what? What am I supposed to do with all these buttons? There's too many buttons. And I think that's where. The PlayStation and the Dreamcast started to kind of, and really the N64 too, started to say, well, we need more inputs. We can have more advanced things with our games. Yeah. We need another button. Because you can't do, like, all the buttons bound to one thing, like, oh, I don't know, (laughs) Scooby-Doo. So dumb. It's like, oh, the the same button does five different things. Like, dude, you have five other buttons you can use. Well, now we have, like, up, down, left, right. You have Mm -hmm. both the analog sticks. Then you have inward on the analog sticks, which count as a button in of them, click, click. of themselves. L three R three. Yep. Then you have you have X square circle triangle. Then yep. you have or R- A B X Y. Yep. K B X. Oh. A B X Y. A B X Y. Okay. And then you have R one L one R two L two or right bumper left bumper left trigger right trigger. Yeah. Yeah. Just a lot of buttons, but again, this it's when they started to figure out, hey, we can we can do this, and that and that became the the industry standard. We can do stuff. PlayStation started the almost the industry standard of what a controller should and then look and the feel first like. Blaze Blue that did the stupid thing of shortcutting special for people who couldn't play fighting games. They shortcutted special attacks yeah. to one button. No, to to uh, flicking the uh, the right analog stick. What? So like people who couldn't like execute grabs would sit there and it's like oh I can play the grab character now because I really wanted to play that character I just it wasn't good at executing the moves and it's like flick 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 yeah they just flick that simple flick, mode flick, flick, flick. but one of the things you could do on online play is you could actually turn that off oh so New York getting people being cheap yeah I like that they want to show that too Suguri arcade machine you actually have a ninja sword oh wow samurai one that's cool. That, that's awesome. Yeah, that was one that Konami brought out, and I just couldn't remember what it was called. There's one also called Mazen. Well, while we're looking up cabinets, let's wrap this up. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Sure. Yeah. It was like Police 911. 
But yeah, I remember police using number. the same kind of hardware where it had the sword it could read. Yeah. Okay, so we're pretty much done. Yep. Yeah, we, we pretty much got that taken care of. But we we've covered I mean just about everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So everything you could. Special thanks to our patron. Still talking about you. You should still. Uh, we hope you're still a patron when this comes out. <laughs> we, we appreciate it. Yeah. We either way. I hope that you get to listen to this and hear that you and any new people who may be patrons at this time. Uh, thanks. Uh, thanks for for helping out. And remember, you guys get a lot of extra bonus content. Us, uh, our pregame and postgame show. Sometimes we do a pre and sometimes we do a post. Um, we do a lot of extra stuff. We get and the unedited podcast. And Q&A. the Q&A, yes. That makes it possible for us me, or to, if we know that people are listening and we have people that are willing to donate, we can also potentially go and make t-shirt designs if yep. at a later date. And even one of, the, one of the ideas I was tossing around is posters. Yeah, that's entirely possible. Podcast posters. But um, you guys could support us again at patreon.com slash teamvortexpodcast if you're listening to this on Spotify. If you're listening to this on Patreon, well, sorry, I just said it again. <laughs> Anyways, uh, soundboard or sound stuff. Special thanks to Dunby, D U H N, Space B on SoundCloud. Thanks for uh, him giving us the soundtrack that we use for uh, our intro and outro. Uh, also, we still have to GoFundMe up. We're still doing great on that. If you listen to the last podcast, I'm not going to plug it too hard. But again, our GoFundMe is still there. Talked about the Patreon, talked about our uh, SoundCloud, to our Irish listeners. Hello again. Hi. Nice to see you. Um, join our Discord. Join our Discord. Yes, we have a Discord. Vortex Hangout. Uh, and Team Vortex Podcast. And Team Channel. Vortex Podcast. Thank yes. Tab, yeah. whatever. Anyways, everybody, thank you for hanging out. Bye.